I have gotten guys submitting and I've said, hey, this is the wrong account. Yeah. Um, and directed them to the other one. Yeah. Just like, hey, just so you know, like, this isn't the right account and also you shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Welcome to part two in our series on Utah County dating. In our last episode, we interviewed the guys behind Provo Girls Am I Right, one of Utah County's most popular Instagram accounts. But there are two sides to every story, and in this case, two Instagram accounts as well. The women behind the second account, Provo Guys Am I Right, agreed to come on our podcast to discuss their side of the story, and that's who we welcome in part two. What is it like for women dating in Utah County? And what is it like to be these specific women, sifting through frequently funny and often alarming submissions that local women send them? Now, one disclaimer. This account often posts some pretty explicit text messages that women receive. And we discussed that in the episode. We've censored some of that explicit language, but the discussion itself is occasionally more mature than what you've heard previously on What Say Ye. But we're all grown-ups here, people. Enjoy! All right, so we are here with Samantha and Allison. Welcome Hi. to the podcast. Hi, thank you. Thank you for can, having us. If you can, so be called. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they are. We, we can say we can. Can we say that they're pseudonyms? Should we say that? Yeah, that's, that's fine. fine. Okay, so there's there there are not not necessarily real names. But we're talking about the internet stuff. It's all it's all pseudonyms anyway. Nothing nothing is. <laughs> yeah, what is real? <laughs> what is real? <laughs> but we are so excited to have you both on. So you run the. Provo Guys Am I Right Instagram account. And uh, we just last episode talked to the guys that run Provo Girls Am I Right. And so we're really, really excited to have you on and and talk about it. (laughs) Um, But so kind of the first question that we want to talk about is this. So we (laughs) like there's kind of this moment of irony that I noticed as as I was writing the last email to you to like invite you on the show because from the very beginning Court and I really wanted you both on the show <laughs> and we also wanted them on the show we kind of inv- initially envisioned maybe like a big party where like everyone's talking that probably would have gotten a little I'm, old. I, I'm glad that that didn't happen for the, the more guests you have it's just it's just harder and yeah. <laughs> and and giving you each yeah your guys are looking like yeah, give, yeah giving you each you. your space might 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 be better thank goodness yeah. thank goodness <laughs> we didn't <laughs> but but initially you guys didn't didn't want to come on and um and and you can speak to that if you want but but uh we really wanted you on and so we we invited you a few times but then as like i was sending that final email i was realizing this irony which is like court and i are a couple of dudes and we keep pressuring you to come on this <laughs> podcast and here you you run this account that's like about guys pressuring girls to like go on dates with them and stuff so we kind of want to put it to you like how did we do and like what how did we do like was yeah. it okay like great us, us on our recording yeah to come on this podcast i only read one of those emails because okay. i keep forgetting the password <laughs> I was like, I like being anonymous. I didn't know. I definitely didn't want to be in the room with those other guys because I didn't want them to know like who, who we were. Okay. Um, but 
No, you respond because you read the emails. <laughs> I, I think that you guys did a great job because it was, I mean, it was very respectful and it was coming from a place of wanting to understand us and understand why we are doing what we're doing. Um, and so I, like, I didn't find it offensive or, or anything like that. It was, you were very kind and very gracious and respectful. Um, and, and I think that we understood, like, why you wanted to have us. And especially after listening to last week's podcast, which is when we acquiesced, um, <laughs> we were like, okay, we should go on because they, they really want to understand why we do what we do. So you guys did a great job. Um, I don't like giving A pluses. But, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Well, and we're not we're not fishing for a compliment either. Yeah. I mainly just wanted to point out that like, and I think other drafts. I was having such a hard time writing that email because I was like, this just sounds exactly like the guys on that account. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you didn't start off the email with "Hey girl." Did you? Yeah, no. It's like one a.m. Yeah, well, you, you weren't like up. you didn't you didn't say Jesus would respond to this email. Exactly. Like there was no kind exactly. of guilt behind it. No, it would be really Christ-like of you. To come on our show. Yeah, those were earlier drafts. <laughs> I think the fact that you're aware of it, and I think honestly, awareness is like is the biggest key, right? Like, because you can kind of read that in subtext. Like, is this person aware of what they're trying, of what they're trying to say? Sure. You guys were definitely aware of trying to be respectful. Of the fact that we asked to stay anonymous because um, Allison and I both feel it's it's really not about us. It's about no. pointing out some social issues. Okay, and and having a few laughs. Yeah. And also okay. social, social issues. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not trying to start a, a marketing career or anything. I think that guys were, so yeah. I, you know, yeah. not needing any personal yeah. attention from it. Cool. Cool. Well, and so we want to get into the account, but you, before we started recording, you guys said something really interesting, which is that you didn't, you just met each other just now in real yeah. life. Yeah. So tell me about how that, how did, like, how okay. <laughs> yeah. So I, um, I started the account in February, I think. Mm-hmm. And it took off kind of quickly. Like after the first week, I was getting lots and lots of submissions, and I didn't have a lot of um, time to read them all. And it really is time consuming to read all of them and to try and come up with funny captions and yes. to be posting a lot because I knew we weren't going to gain traction if we weren't posting consistently. Um, and I kind of was running out of energy. And she sent in a few really funny ones with funny captions, like, most of the time I caption them myself. I don't take the suggested caption. But um, Samantha's were hilarious. <laughs> and so then after a few weeks, I messaged her and I said, hey, do you want to help with this account? Um, yeah, we've, like, intended to meet in person, but, like, just haven't. It hasn't worked out. Um, so, yeah, today we are meeting for the first time. Yeah. Well, yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we're definitely, like... In each other's online presency lives. Yeah. Yeah. Like, We've been Facebook friends for like two or three months. Now. Yeah. Oh, and they like, follow each other on Instagram and stuff. Yeah. And we, I mean, we text a couple all of the time. All the time. Yeah. Like more than a couple <laughs> of times a week. And so it was Man, yeah, mod- and it's, modern yeah, it's friendship. Moved past the like, hey, what do you think about this post to like, hey, how was your day with that guy? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's, but yeah, so now we're meeting for the first time and it's great. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> our first, our first friend date. Yeah. <laughs> Sparks are flying. It's going really well. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we're glad to facilitate that. Yeah. Well, so let's get into the last episode. Um, and, and, and what are, I know that because, because the account, both pull out our phones, pull <laughs> yeah. your account was, was in some ways, um, started in, in re- reaction to the other oh, yeah. people that we talked yeah. about. So talk to us about that. I mean, how, 
what was it like for you, Allison, to to see what they were doing and decide that you wanted to do something? Um, give give listeners a peek into how that worked. Okay. Um, so yeah, actually, I was on Twitter and some friends were complaining about it, and I was like, oh, this would be funny to do an opposite one. So it really started out kind of as a joke. But also, I mean, I read the account. I thought it was funny, but I also was rolling my eyes a lot, like, oh, please. Like, you don't know the other side of the story. Um, But I had had just a string of, like, really awkward encounters over text. And I was like, you know what? I have my own material. I will start the retaliation one. So Just from your own... Yeah, it wasn't, like, malicious or anything. It was just, like to be funny, and then it kind of snowballed. Sure. Well, that seems to be, like, how both accounts have started for the most part, which yeah. was, let's do a funny thing, and then, oh, boy. Yeah. It really takes on a life of its own. Yeah. yeah. But I definitely wanted to show, I mean, part of it is tongue-in-cheek, part of it is, I just have some funny text, like, let me show you guys this, because this is absurd. And then part of it was, yeah, girls are bailing on dates, but there's a lot more to it than just that they're flaky, you know? Yeah. I, I think so too. Like I read, I've read almost all the posts at this point and I think, cause I came in, was it March or April? I think it was May, end of April, beginning of May, probably. Okay. And mid April. Yeah. I don't remember. It's been, it's been a few months now and I felt like it started as one thing and then it's kind of evolved. And that's kind of where I see us going to is evolving because, I mean, there's always more sides to a story and it would be silly of us to think that we can stay stagnant and only and only show one particular side because we don't think we're showing an, an inclusivity of the Provo dating scene. In, in no way are we doing are we showing the full picture, but I think we're showing a funny picture and then also a picture that does need to be addressed. Hmm. Yeah. One thing that really has interested me as we've as we worked on the last episode and listened to it and got feedback, which really ran the spectrum, as you can imagine, um, is this idea of intent versus actual consequences and results. And and meeting the guys that run the other account was very interesting to learn about what they what their intent was um, and my own perception of their intent. Um, for you listening to the last episode, how did that inform your own perceptions of, of who they are, what they do, what their intent is, regardless of like, let's say consequences? Um, (laughs) well, I mean, it's hard, right. To nail down somebody's intent within an hour. Um, there was just a few things that I think we both picked up on because we, I listened and took a bunch of notes, and then we shared our notes because um, Allison had taken notes as well. I think that they said that they wanted to analyze both sides of the spectrum. Oh, please. It was Yeah, and I, oh, I definitely please. had an eye roll moment at that because they also said within the same interview that they only, that they censor them, that they only show the light and happy ones because some of them are too dark, and they kept referring to ours as dark. And, and and that's such an ambiguous term. Like, what does dark actually mean? They never defined oh, dark it. Dark just means they don't like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I thought, but you're not showing a full side of the spectrum because you're not showing all the good things, all the bad things, all the horrible things that actually do happen. And we have never said we're showing a full side of that. that that's, I mean, there's just no way we can. Well, um, and they kind of rebranded. They said that it was to show the full spectrum, but I think it was to put a cap on 
we're not just the girls, we can also get followers from the other side. I think that they didn't like the competition. Um, well, didn't you say, like, because we we did we blocked them or they blocked us or oh, i blocked them first because they were following all of our followers and making like trying to really rude comments to our followers yeah. for us calling out this misogynistic behavior not their misogynistic behavior per se but just yeah, dating they, misogynistic behavior they were doing behavior. a lot of mean comments on the original on the original post um and then they changed their name after you started it yeah they changed they changed their name from provo ratchets to provo dating in, like, what I perceived to be an attempt to get maybe more share of the market. But I do want to answer that question, though, about intent. Um, I don't think that they're... So, I mean, their intent was, like, hey, some girls bailed on us, and we want to show this. And I knew that that was a thing, that girls bailed on dates. And, you know, it's kind of been a running joke in Provo for a while. Um, I do think that was really their intent. I also think that they they are not thinking very hard about it. They're not thinking very hard about the dating situation, about the situation for women, about what their account is doing to women. Um, so I think their intentions are pure, but they're, they honestly probably are just not thinking on the next level. Okay. Of why do girls flake out? Because it's kind of a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation has been my Provo dating experience, and that is not with every guy. Yeah, not at all. I think that probably encapsulates dating. Yes. For, for yeah, everyone. but specifically <laughs> saying yeah, specifically saying no, or you know, Lee, right? Like sharing your feelings as a guy, but like saying no as a girl, it's like, well, you're some rude person, and shouldn't you be more Christ-like and just say yes to a dude? And then if you say yes, but then you have, I, I've had this experience where I've just had this feeling like I do not feel comfortable for with this, and I don't know why, but I know I need to get out of it. So I know I've thrown out flimsy excuses, and it might, there might not be anything wrong with a guy. But it's just like, I don't feel good about this situation. So you throw out a flimsy excuse and you can't say no or redact because then you're a jerk. So it's yeah. just this double-edged sort of why, you know, you can't say no, you have to say yes. And nobody should feel obligated ever, regardless of gender, to say yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. That was a tangent. You were supposed to stop me oh, if I didn't. No. <laughs> no. That's a point. No, this is a good point. I want to... I want to. I think podcasts are meant for tangents. They are, yeah. <laughs> okay. I want to inject... Speaking of tangents, because I want to continue talking about this, but uh, speaking of tangents uh, along those lines, um, humor has to has a role in both of your podcasts. Yeah. And I'm just... Okay. But, but I think... Sorry, in uh, accounts. Yeah, in, Unless Instagram. You do podcasts, <laughs> Unless you, maybe you do no, podcasts. No. Not yet. I mean, yeah. we were talking. We're like, man, this. I feel like we could just make a whole like podcast. <laughs> yeah, about, about dating. dating. Yeah. <laughs> but so we could do that. Do, do you yeah. think that humor plays a role in similar ways in both of your accounts, or do you think that they it's different in the two accounts? In some ways, very similar. Okay. Um. In some ways, very different. Okay. Yeah. Talk about I, that. I mean, we're writing humorous captions that I think follow somewhat of a similar kind of tone. Like, I don't know, like taking something and making some ironic witty comment about it. You know, at that at that level, they're similar. Um, I don't know. I, I mean... I think that maybe our... Um, our reasonings are different and maybe that's why sometimes the captions come off different because it is a... They are formulaic in, in how the guys do it and how we do it. But... I think, okay, tangent again, but I'm going to bring it on back, okay. I promise. Um, so one of the guys last week was talking about 
he did not share with his girlfriend that he ran the account. And he said within the scope of that conversation and that relationship that he, that she was a classic Provo girl and that it was an inside joke to himself that he ran this and she had no idea. Then she found out, wrote him from her mission and he's like, oh, it's just one more reason that we're not dating. And I thought, oh, my Lanta. That you that is one more reason that you're not dating, but you're missing the complete reason why that's one more reason you're not dating. It's you not withheld her. information from her, and she probably picked up on that. And if you're treating people like they're an inside joke unto you, you're putting that out there in the universe, and that has a trickle-down effect into how you treat people and how you run your Instagram accounts. Yeah. And... And I just thought that's kind of a despicable attitude to have about that particular thing. Like, I don't think he's a despicable person. They both sounded like perfectly nice guys. And maybe, and I've definitely made mistakes in dating before, but that's a really terrible attitude to have towards somebody you're supposed to be thinking about marriage with. And so this trickle-down effect, I think, starts, and this is where I'm bringing it back. (laughs) Bring it Uh, on home. (laughs) Bring it on home. (laughs) If that's how you're running your Instagram accounts, we might have similar captions, but people do pick up on that. Um, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, so that like, tone. There's a difference in making fun of all girls, kind of just generally being willing to say, "Oh, this is how girls are," because this girl said this thing. And I think what we're doing is we are not, you know, by any means trying to make an indictment on all men. We are saying this kind of behavior is not appropriate. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and Does that answer the question? A couple of the, yeah, some of the commenters recently have been like, oh, this is turning into a man-hating account. And I'm thinking, well, A, I hope that's not true because I certainly don't hate men. Like, Misogynist I, hating, maybe? Yeah, misogynist. I mean, like, yeah. misogyny hating. <laughs> We're just calling, calling, calling it, out. it out. But we do think a lot about that. Like, okay, what tone are we setting? Because we don't hate men. We don't necessarily have an agenda other than, hey, this behavior isn't okay. So it needs to be called out. Yeah, with funny captions. Yeah. yeah. And I think I told my, <laughs> I'm, I am 100% sure my boyfriend did not ask about my Instagram account uh-huh. happenings on our first date, but I know I told him on our first date because I'm a dork and I was really excited that Allison had asked me and it, was, it had just <laughs> happened. And oh, I didn't realize that was the same time. Yeah. And he, well. and he asked, and, uh, and his response was, oh, that's really hot. And I, and I was kind of taken aback <laughs> by that. And I thought... And I was like, really? And he was like, who wouldn't want to date a powerful woman? And I think that kind of transparency is so important. And I hope that that's like somehow the trickle down effect of that kind of transparency affects our account because we do care about what people think and what people feel. Yeah. Okay. Well, that actually, okay. As you've been talking about that, that really makes me curious about how, how running this account has impacted your own social life or dating life because you're you're saying yeah I, I i told him about i did this and he thought it was hot and yippee right yeah <laughs> i i feel very lucky like he's told dreamboat i yeah. looked out <laughs> so let's talk about that about yeah. your relationship with the account and and whatever amount of like secrecy is there and how yeah, do a lot of people know yeah um a lot of my family and my family knows and like some of my friends I haven't Same. said anything on social media about it. Never said anything about social media. Yeah. With dating, though, um, no effect. This is not... I mean, I guess the other guys said that they had had some effect, that people were you know, worried that they couldn't bail on dates or things like that. Um, for me, it has not affected it. Because I generally just 
don't interact with guys that talk to me like that. And if I do, I'm kind of like, okay, we're not, we're not going to go out and we're just going to leave that there. Um, it has not changed my dating life. It has not changed my perceptions really. It's been, it's, I mean, I have lived in Utah and in Provo for a long time. I've been around the dating scene for a while. I have seen lots of good guys and lots of tools and, um, yeah, no, like, no change for me. I see it. I'm happy to give girls a venue where they can express frustration, where they can go on this account and be like, oh, good, I'm not the only one, or, oh, good, it's okay to stand up to this kind of behavior. Because some girls just kind of think, oh, this is normal. Am I overreacting? Am I interpreting this wrong? And you're like, actually, they're doing this a lot, and it's kind of manipulative, and here you can see this is happening to other people, and it's okay to not be okay with it. Um, but personally, it hasn't changed anything. It hasn't made me more cynical because I know there's lots of good guys still. Yeah. Um, I mean, having to having to sift through all these submissions you get, what what's that like? Because you had mentioned how it can be a little like overwhelming of like, oh my gosh, it's almost like it makes um, me think of the book The Giver, where <laughs> the guy is like has all these <laughs> memories, right? That he has to live. Really good. Yeah, analogy. He's the that. surrogate. That's yeah, a that's a good, good analogy. <laughs> Um, I think for me, um, at first I was, I was just so flattered that Allison asked me to be a part of it and I quickly got on there and started sifting through all the emails and within a few days I felt just so heavy because we honestly, we don't censor very much. Like, I mean, we parse out what we feel like isn't somebody from you, from Provo or from BYU yeah. and just like the guys, we like there's get so many, we get so many, we don't post like 70% of them. Yeah. Um, you only post 30% of them? I would say, even, yeah, maybe even oh, wow. less than even, that. Because yeah. you guys post a lot. You guys post more frequently than the other account does. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're probably getting 10 a day still. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It, I thought that was more. Yeah, I thought that was interesting because the guy said that theirs have slowed down. Ours have sped up. Hmm. We have tons. We have so many. And some of them, like... Like, backlogged to April that we hmm. haven't gone through and posted. Wow. wow. Yeah. It's kind of like you get on there, and if there's something at the very top and it's funny, sometimes it gets posted fast, but a lot of the time I'm, like, yeah, find, trying to find time to go back several months to, like... Yeah. see what's in there. I have so many screenshots just saved in my picture roll on my phone and um, <laughs> wow. that to just, yeah, waiting to be posted. Fascinating. And sometimes it just, it gets really heavy for me because I think it just, it hurts my heart yeah. quite honestly. And I know that there's a whole nother side of the story because we, again, we don't show that there's not many guys who submit to us and not are not really. And when they, I have gotten guys submitting and I've said, Hey, this is the wrong account. Yeah. Um, and directed them to the other one. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. I did that. Yeah, I've done it like twice. I've done it a Not couple many times. times yeah. Just like, hey, just so you know, yeah. like, this isn't the right huh. account. And also, you shouldn't have said that. Uh, <laughs> You're like, new phone. We also this? tell girls that too. Like, <laughs> we do tell girls that too. If, like, sometimes guys are just sincerely interested. I, at the very beginning, I made what I thought was a funny, I thought it was funny, but it might have been a mistake to post ones where a guy's like, hey, 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 like 15 times over the course of several weeks. And you're like, dude. Um, but that prompted girls who got several texts in a row from a guy to send them in. And sometimes they were really sincere. And he was mm-hmm. like, hey, I'd like to take you out. Uh, I don't know if you've been getting my messages. But, you know, and they'll send three or four. And, I mean, 
goodness, if everyone hasn't been in that position where they've been a little bit desperate or acted a little bit desperate in a relationship, like, I certainly have acted that way. And and that's not something to judge. So I've responded to those girls and said, hey, I realize he's texting a lot. And maybe that's annoying, but, like, he seems like a nice guy. Maybe you should tell him you're not interested. Yeah. And then if he says something mean, send it on over. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> but, like, but if he doesn't, that's then, so you know, just say, yeah. just tell him you're not you're not interested. Huh. But, like... I'm Sorry, circling back. You're like you're like relationship therapist over the over the. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't happen often because sometimes I just don't have time and I just ignore him. But, yeah. But it has happened where I'm like, hey, he seems like he's genuinely interested and like not being mean. Just tell him. Yeah. Yeah. But I, read, I wanted. Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. no. You. Well, were, I wanted to answer that original question, which was, or no, maybe not a question. I just had a thought when you were talking. Um, I was also feeling that way. I was feeling overwhelmed when I brought you on board. I was like. It's funny, but um, I was sitting at my table and I was like talking to my sister and thinking maybe I should stop running this, cause um, cause for one, I mean it takes a little bit of brain power to come up with witty captions sometimes, and I like I have just been so busy lately. <laughs> but you guys get a lot of positive like, feedback on the captions as well. Looking, they're all. My Moby Dick <laughs> one the other day was like that was hilarious. My, well, because he was like you're like a Melville novel, and I was all. Thank yes. you. Thank you for setting that one <laughs> up. Like, that's your platter. <laughs> I had been out of town and I read that and like literally laughed out loud on my train because oh. I was, yeah. I sometimes just feel super heavy and then I make the mistake of reading comments and oh. I'm like, oh my gosh. Never read the comments. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> part of me feels responsible, especially when we post something very heavy to read through the comments and then I get emotionally charged and respond and then I'm like, that was so dumb. Why did I respond to that? Because I just escalated the situation. And I mean, I don't think that we hit every, I mean, well, that's not true. I think Allison does, but sometimes I think maybe I shouldn't have posted that. Even this morning, I took one down because some of the commenters were like, "He just seems like a nice guy," and, I, and then I reread it and I was like, "Yeah, that was a dumb one to post." I'm, we're not calling out nice guy behavior. No, we're calling out behavior that a girl has said that she's not interested, that she's made it clear that the, like the advances are not appropriate, or it's just blatantly not appropriate behavior. Yeah, like sometimes she's not responding, but then he'll say something just wildly not okay Mm -hmm. that sort of thing yeah and one time we had a girl submit where this guy had said that he had some he had some special needs and that he wasn't really great at dating and she was like oh my gosh you have to post this and i wanted to cry because i work with special needs population and i just very gently responded and said you know like he doesn't understand what he's doing he this is a benign thing and kind of like, in my head, I'm like, how do you not see that? So I passive-aggressively was like, good luck with the dating world. You're going to need it. Oh, see, I read it, and I was like, oh, that was a really nice way to address that. I thought it was I didn't, didn't get the sarcasm. Oh, well, then I did a better so job not of only, being a good So not only do guys not understand girls, but girls don't understand girls, no. and guys don't understand guys. guys. Yeah. yeah, well, communication is hard, anyone. right? So That's we're all like hopeless. The worst is bad communication, yeah. so. Yeah. It starts in the dating world. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> wow, we've we've touched on a lot of other things that I want to go into more. Let's maybe go backwards with what you just said, which is because I I assumed that you posted most of what you got just no, because of how even, frequently you post. Close. So so again, that I leads us to like we talked about it. with the guys. There's an editorial choice that you guys. There's an editorial um, position that you guys take in this. Yeah. Um, but 
just from my observation, it's a little bit more nuanced than than the other account, which the other account is is kind of focused Probably on the accurate. on the one joke of like girls backing out on dates with boys, and and that's the joke. Um, but in your account, you seem to be hitting on a number of different things yeah. that that guys do that that you're calling out. So I, I guess wh- what is that, and what are what are you trying to do? Yeah. What are you trying to what so, do you post and not post? So I think my like one of my first posts was a guy that was like, uh, like I, like I was not responding. I was like, kind of busy and told him I was kind of busy and he like sent all these things and he's like, oh, and by the way, I did this. I'm like, by the way, I did this, and I'm not trying to brag. And I was just like, dude, chill. Um, those sorts of things where it's kind of like pushy, like self, um, what's the word? Self promoting yeah. in kind of a shameless way. Yeah. That one's, like, kind of more benign. But then also there's, um, you know, specific... And I, I think the guys touched on this in their interview last week was um, specific to Provo or specific to the church is guys that are like, well, I went on a mission, and when you're close to God, you will understand the promptings that are saying that we should be together. Right. There's those. And those are... they're For one, they're, like, so funny to me because I'm just like... <laughs> Wait, really? Like, who is buying into that? Yeah. And two, um, we're also posting ones that I think are probably appeal to the population at large, whether you're Mormon or not. And most of our followers are Mormon. But it's like things that would happen whether you were Mormon or not. Like, you would say you're not interested, and the guy would be like, well, you don't know because, like, you didn't go on a date with me, so you don't even know if you're interested or not. Like, kind of undermining her confidence or things that are manipulative. Um and I think it's good to post both of those because BYU, Provo, Mormon specific is one thing, but we as, uh, you know, women in Provo or, you know, women in Provo generally, um, not just we, but they're not only facing the church specific challenges, they are also facing the female specific challenges. So they've got like several layers. layers to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about things that you're maybe not posting? That like, what are some? What's what's an example of something that you receive? And we've touched on this maybe a little bit, but maybe there's others too that you receive and you're like, oh, well, let's not post that. Let's not. Um, ones Can that you like are not bleep. Funny. Okay. Lots Will of you ones bleep that if we? Swear. Sure. Yeah, like sometimes they'll be like, you're a. F- <laughs> okay. Yeah, and and from Provo, like from, from, from Provo BYU guys, wow. guys. Yeah. or I really, I'm so horny. I want to. Will you come over and sit on my face? Oh, okay, so y- lots of lots of those. <laughs> lots I've of seen... those. Now we have to figure out how to edit that for our episode. <laughs> yeah, maybe, I'm maybe sorry. That. No, that's okay. So many specific sexual suggestions. <laughs> specific yeah. sexual suggestions. Yeah, like very, very specific. Yeah. Very frequent. Yeah. Yeah. And very like towing this weird line of like, well, we're not having sex, <laughs> but, but like we can do all this other yeah. stuff. You can't get pregnant like, from it. So that's yeah, not, exactly. Like we're not breaking the rules. So let's break all the rules. And it's like, okay, <laughs> well, if that's your choice, that live you your want, life, but <laughs> don't be hypocritical about it. Like don't like own that behavior, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and don't ask a girl to come Sit on your face. Whatever. <laughs> General dating rule for all guys out there. No, yeah. don't That's ask that. Like, re- that yeah. one is the most common. Yeah. yeah. Like, wow. with yeah. shocking frequency. Huh. But, so, I feel like we're and, trying to figure yeah. out ways that we can post that where it's like, we, <laughs> well, and it was funny. So, for example, I, we posted one where a guy was like, you have a beautiful smile, or 
you have a great smile and you should be my wife and I have a really great dick. And people lost their minds because of the word <laughs> dick. And oh, you, that was, was one really, that you posted. We did post yeah. it. I don't remember if that was me or you, but I remember being like, whatever, deal with it. Like, <laughs> like listen, I think it's great to be family friendly, but also when you're really family friendly, you lose kind of this hey, there is some very not family-friendly things going mm-hmm. on that we're not talking about. Yeah. And guys feel like this is okay, and girls aren't sure if this is normal. And people need to know that's not okay. This yeah. is happening a yeah. lot. And if a, girl, and if a girl wants that, like that's what she's out there looking for, that's okay. Like We're not here to shame people. Yeah. But we are here to say when you are clearly not looking for that, because that's not what Tinder or Bumble is for anymore. When you're clearly not looking for that, and you wouldn't walk up Provo, at least not in Provo. I think, but also, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, I think that if you wouldn't walk up to another human being and say it to their face in real life, you probably don't get to say that on the internet. It's just an issue of respect, and so. uh, that's I think that's kind of the darkness and the heaviness maybe the guys were referring to. I also seriously doubt that they're getting things like that. That intense of I, yeah, because yeah, they said sexual advances we're kind of things. These kinds of comments. Yeah. We're also getting these submissions and we're just not posting them because we want to be family friendly. Uh huh. I I have some serious doubts okay. about the about that just because I think they don't know what we're getting. Uh huh. And what we're getting is. It's really Some dark very stuff. dark stuff. Interesting. Not, I mean, I guess dark is oh, another there's that, there's that dubious term. <laughs> yeah. Very sexually explicit. Yeah. Very demeaning. Demeaning. Misogynistic. Yes. Yeah. Inappropriate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just unacceptable behavior. So let me let me let me follow up on something you said about uh, <clears throat> you said you know women don't know if this is normal behavior yeah. um, to receive these these really um, sexually charged texts, um, but it. It sounds like maybe it is. I mean, what is normal? It sounds like if, you, if this is happening a lot, maybe it is yeah. normal behavior. Well, so at BYU, though, it's kind of interesting because you have the honor code and kids are under this obligation um, that they've taken this commitment to live a certain way. Uh, and I think that um, girls are... Let's see how to explain that. Girls are getting these texts and thinking, I feel uncomfortable... Am I supposed to feel uncomfortable? Okay. Is he saying, I mean, do do guys usually act this way? You know, they're coming into college. They haven't maybe not had these same experiences in high school. Um, like, I've seen in comments and, and a lot of personal messages that we get, which is like, hey, I'm really glad to see that you're sharing this because sometimes I'm not sure whether it's just this one guy or whether it's me or whether I'm reading this wrong. Um, I think... So one thing I thought about a lot when we had, when we talked about us getting more submissions is that part of me is like kind of proud in a way because I think we're giving people, not just females, but I hope some guys too, permission to feel like they don't have to say okay or just accept something at face value that it is okay behavior. And um, if you feel something, if you feel made uncomfortable by something and you're and you're an emotionally stable person, it is okay to say, for some reason, this makes me feel uncomfortable. It doesn't make you a terrible person. It just makes me uncomfortable and therefore I'm not going to accept it. Yeah. And I think that's not something that we get to have a lot in church culture in Provo is saying, this makes me feel uncomfortable because sometimes I feel that no is equivalent to a four letter word. 
in yeah. church culture. Just saying no. And you know what? It is okay to say no and to not give a reason and to say no, thank you. Um, but there's oh, there seems to be this need to to either like be perfect and accept everyone with this Christ-like behavior. Yeah. But that's not what you have to do. You don't have to do that. You don't have to give every single person uh, a dating chance. Like you yeah. can say, I know Jesus loves you, and I love you as my brother and but sister we're on this earth. Yeah, we're not. But we're not going to date, and I'm not even going to go out with a date on a date with you. And I want to f- say one thing on that too. Um, so, yeah, listening to the other podcast, too, they said, we want girls to just say that they're not interested. We just want them to say, no, thanks. Um, the problem is, if you look at our account, probably half of our posts, if not more than that, are a girl saying, no, thanks, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. And a guy being like, well, you're wrong for this reason. Well, let me tell you why you should date me anyways. Well, please just give me another chance. Well, I'm going to write a five billion long word essay about how you're wrong it's not as simple as just saying you're not interested Mm -hmm. you should be able to say that and we're making this point that hey you say you're not interested nicely he should not be responding like this you know because girls girls really are saying no thank you i'm not interested a lot of the time in a really nice way yeah and then getting this backlash that's super, super. Or um, getting put on emotional guilt trips. Like yeah. the one I posted this morning said, it started out. The guy said, "Look, I said I know you said you're not interested, but all this stuff about I'm falling in love with you, I wanted to marry you. It's only been a couple of dates." And some of the commenters have said, "Well, he just seems like a really nice guy." And I think, like, yeah, but he's yeah. not respecting the boundary. Yeah, like the boundary sh- is no, thank you. I'm not interested. Yeah, and I'm sorry. I'm mean, that's where it is, and respect that. Yeah. yeah. So it sort of trivializes. It sounds like at least what I'm getting out of this is that whenever it's a guy trivializing the way that a girl yeah. feels or, or vice the position versa. they're taking. Vice versa. If a girl is trivializing how a guy feels, that is also unacceptable. Like, this is not just gender specific. We yeah. are showing the one side and, and maybe, I don't know, maybe that's well, where... Well, partly because of the... we are living in a dating culture where mostly it's men asking and women responding. Yeah. Um, and... I do think it's important to show this side because I do think it is mostly due to that dynamic, a female problem. Um, uh, does that make sense? A female, like the guys are doing this and the girls are reacting yeah. a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. That is not to say that girls aren't doing horrible things or inappropriate mm-hmm. things, but yeah. But in this culture where men are asking and women are responding, yeah, that's where we fall. Right? Where, that's where there where being that's the slice of the pie that we're looking at today. Okay. The men are being encouraged over the pulpit on Sundays to be the ones asking out and for girls to give guys opportunities. Well, that's great, but like, just but like if you're that, not interested, you're not interested, and that's yeah. okay. Well, yeah. Well, let me let me ask you some questions about that because I think what a lot of this touches on, and I want to get your feelings on it, is to what degree does uh, LDS culture determine the dating culture as a whole for for this area because obviously um, there's lots of people that around here that are not LDS that date but they still have to exist in the same culture. So I mean, what are your feelings? Jello salad. Yeah. <laughs> so what are your feelings about that? Um, how? Sorry. So how non LDS people or how? Yeah. How, how LDS to what degree do you think? To what with... degree do you think LDS culture? or doctrine um, or whatever dictates the the dating culture generally. I so I'll say this. I I really love the doctrine. I don't um love the culture. 
And I think that if people are saying it's doctrinal, they're probably wrong. Um, it's usually <laughs> the culture that, that is influencing these types of things and policies and things like that. So the, the culture really heavily influences um, the dating scene because, and, and in some ways that's a good thing, and in some ways it's not. Um, you do get a lot of really family-oriented guys that are, like, excited about girls and they want to get married and... Um, there's not really as much hookup culture here as there is a lot of other places. Uh, many guys seem sincerely interested in having serious relationships, and I think that's that's great. That's interesting. Um, you also get the flip side, which is uh, very traditional gender role type of rhetoric. Um, gender role with no choice. Just assumptive yeah, gender role. Yeah, and also... Um, the heavy focus on marriage that, you know, being really important in the church seems to make guys um, really aggressive about getting married because they're being pressured to get married. So, you know, in the same vein that, like, that's a good thing, sometimes um, it goes a little too far. Because yeah. we, we, we put out a survey to our, some of our readers, and they were sharing their stories about dating with us, and... Some of those people that responded are not LDS, yeah. and it's it's so easy from an LDS perspective to only look at this in terms of what it what it means to be Mormon. Mm-hmm. The things that you're highlighting in your account, obviously, some of the context is this is coming from a place where people are LDS. Yeah. Um, to what degree do you think the context of your account meshes with? I guess the context of any other location, any other place yeah. in America where so, the same things kind of happen. So one thought on that, this maybe isn't a direct answer, but kind of tangential, is that um, I have gotten ones where girls have said things like, why would you think that I would ever want to do that? Like a guy was like, hey, do you want to grab coffee? And this girl was super offended. And I was like, wait, what? And, like, Oh, oh, right. That's why. Yeah. Um, because you don't drink coffee. But also, Mormon. I was shocked to see that it was such like a moral judgment. Yeah. Um, hmm. That was really that was really interesting. So a lot of the submissions kind of come in that Mormon context of like he's not living the policy, and like I'm so offended. Yeah. That like he was like sometimes someone said something about a girl was like yeah, but there's girls with bikinis in your pictures, so like I'm not interested in you. And I was like, oh, like I wear bikinis. So. <laughs> Yeah, and I responded to her, and I was Roll like, that one the, out. "The owner of this account wears bikinis." <laughs> smiley face. <laughs> like maybe that was passive aggressive, yeah. and I was also like, "Yeah, back off, lady." Yeah, ah, like, oh, the smiley this face. Is not. Um, yeah. So like, and so, it's not his job to police what other women are wearing. No, he and, wasn't. It was she, she was. was. Oh, yeah. she was. Oh, well, no, like, are hanging out. How with is it his job to police? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Other women are wearing. Oh, yeah, like, how is it his fault? Yeah, maybe he disapproves of it too. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. he's fine with it and is like, women can wear whatever they want to yeah. wear. Yeah. What an idea. So I think, I think we also see this interesting intersection of like a really heavily religious community and people that are not religious and people in the community. Like, so Mormon kids don't really know what to do when they interact with a non-Mormon person that might be interested in dating them. There's like this weird space where they're like, okay, like, I don't want to even go on a first date with you because we're not the same religion. And I think that's fine. You can choose not to go. But they're, but they're not really sure how to approach it. And it's like, well, I would never date you because this. And you're like, okay, maybe don't say it like that. <laughs> um, or... So that would be a Provo-specific thing, I guess. Yeah, or Utah kind, specific. Yeah, or Utah. kind of Utah-specific, yeah. where people aren't sure what to do with 
with someone that's yeah. not Mormon. Yeah. And they're like trying to have these conversations and the guy's like, well, talk to me about it. And sometimes girls are like, well, I don't, I, I don't even want to go on a date and talk to you about my religion because you're not Mormon. Yeah. And, yeah. and those are kind of interesting. So I don't really post those, but, but we have kind of gotten this look into what happens when Mormon kids get asked out by non-Mormon yeah. kids. That's Is that a, something that you even yeah. really thought about before you started the account? Um, yeah, I've dated, uh, I don't want to give too much identifying information for me, I guess, but I have personal experiences, either mine or of those people close to me yeah. who have dated one person in the couple being Mormon and yeah. one not Mormon. And it's, it's interesting. It's, um, it's tricky in, in a religion that believes so, you know, sincerely that you need to get married in the temple. Um, and people take that really seriously. So it makes dating kind of like, like, why would you, why would you date someone that's not Mormon? And, you know, uh, there's not a lot of gray area there. So to watch people kind of confront the gray area for the first time is really fascinating. Mm. I'm fascinated by, and maybe this is what you're getting at too, Court, but like if an account like this or like the other one would exist uh, in other places or or if part of it relies on the fact that there is this predominant um, culture that has a lot to say about dating as this like moral value system or whatever. Um, Like in the deep South or, you know, or other places or like, I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to think like, yeah, parts like what of is, what would Alaska girls? Am I right? <laughs> yeah, like? yeah, exactly. Right. Or like Prove, or like Brooklyn, like like really strong Hasidic Jewish population. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's like arranged marriages there. Yeah. Arranged marriages. Yeah. Am I right? I don't know. Yeah, but like Brooklyn Jews. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting into. It. So there is the like secular ones. There's yeah. By Philippe, and then there's uh, sure shit guys I date say yeah feminist Tinder things like that. Okay. Yeah, okay. but but yeah, we've kind of like tapped into this little. Mormon specific, uh, I think most of them are from BYU, UVU, Provo area, but uh-huh. I also get a lot from Logan, mm. okay. BYUI sometimes. Arizona, like. Arizona. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I've, again, don't I don't post ones from high schoolers. Yeah. That, that's my. <laughs> oh, yeah, just, let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. No! Yeah. <laughs> what, what insights do you have I, about uh, Tim Few High I, dating scene? <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, Tim Few. Um, I was going to say, I've dated in Utah and I've lived outside of Utah and there it's definitely I feel like Provo specific and kind of like as you move out from Provo the the density gets of the yeah. culture starts yeah, loosening up Mormon mating grounds yeah, so. yeah. yeah. <laughs> the concentration Most is of it so is high happening yeah there's so many people here but i mean yeah. it still exists everywhere yeah cuz i cuz i think about cuz i think about the accounts the accounts obviously take on a life of their own, yeah, and they yes. take on new meaning that that uh, is sort of out of the hands of the people that started the accounts. Yeah, and I wonder, as I read through the accounts and their posts, how quickly am I to go, oh, Provo, classic Provo, when in reality it's more like, oh, classic guy or classic girl, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think about that a lot, and I think about how the accounts impact. Um, perceptions of dating here um, and and uh, if, so, it, if it refines it or if it obscures it in some ways and I don't really have any conclusions or, that, or maybe but, perpetuates I mean maybe yeah. your accounts could per- per- perpetuate unhealthy cultures yeah. <laughs> who knows but so I think like, that yeah th- things talk to me about the responsibility that that, well, that you feel when an account all of a sudden grows really big and all of a sudden it's this kind of unwieldy yeah creature so, I mean I have a lot of guy friends um in Provo, I have a lot of friends that are at or have gone to BYU. A lot of good people. 
Um, and I, I will once in a while respond when a, when a girl's like, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to go to BYU in the fall. Like, is it going to suck? Those are the comments that I respond to lately. And I'm like, no, there's actually a lot of really good guys. Mm. Like, don't, don't worry too much. We're just kind of focusing on this. I do in some ways, um, it's kind of hard when you post an account like this. It's funny because of what it is. It's not funny because it shows all the good guys. It's funny because it shows the guys that are not so nice. Mm-hmm. You know, so so in some ways I do feel like I want people to know there are a lot of great people here. We're grappling with kind of a tricky culture that makes dating sometimes really great and sometimes really hard. Um, but there's a lot of good, well-intentioned people. I do feel a responsibility to let people know that, which is why those are the only comments that I respond to. Um, I do sometimes worry that we're that we're making people... Um, think that like Provo guys are a certain way, but I but I honestly think that like anyone that's thinking even a little bit of brain power into this, they realize not all guys are like this. They you know. Yeah. Well, I think that's such an important component of this whole thing for your account for the other account too. Um, is is remembering that we all we all recognize that not everyone's like this. Yeah. And trying to put those those humorous stereotypes that sort of get lampooned, um, keeping that in proper perspective. Because yeah. it's so easy, no matter what side or you're on, whether you support an account or against the account, to say you're making everyone think that everyone is like this. When I think, like you said, anyone with that exercises a little bit of brain power... They know not everyone is like yeah. that. Well, yeah, and I think that's yeah. so important. Yeah, and, and also I think that um, having an account like this has as an assumption that not everybody's like it because you're calling out behavior that is wrong right. and it's it wouldn't make sense if you're it, i mean maybe maybe you might get criticism that's like oh they hate all men because they're trying to say that all men are like this whereas right. you're you're pointing out that this is bad behavior men shouldn't do this um, and in that sense maybe men could learn from your account too I would hope yeah. so. and and vice versa maybe too yeah oh, yeah some, and i yeah. kind of want people to know i mean cuz i saw the other account they're like girls are bailing on dates oh my gosh they shouldn't be bailing and yeah like I feel like everyone's probably given a flaky excuse for a date before. Sometimes that was because I didn't feel like giving a sincere response. Sometimes I was having a really hard day. Sometimes I was, like, backsliding with an ex-boyfriend, and I didn't owe that guy that explanation. So I just said, hey, I'm not feeling well. Hey, I have a lot to do today. I'm sorry I can't can't go. Well, I think we both feel a lot of responsibility. I mean, that's why we text back and forth and think I texted Allison last night and I was like hey I'm about to post this thing and I don't think people are going to like it but this text has rubbed me wrong for a week and like this is what I'm going to put and she's like post it Um, people aren't going to like it but we need to call this kind of thing out and it was the post where um, uh, let me pull it up right now you want to make out oh yeah you want to make out a week later I'll take that as a yes and it's like, yeah, right? Like, I, in one way, it's, it's he's trying to be funny. Right? And it's like, but at the same time, like, th- this person in general, like, not he himself. But this is indicative of a larger, larger social issue in that silence is consent. Right? Because couldn't he have been like, mm, that's couldn't he yeah. have said, like, I'll take that as a no? Because right, right. if someone had sent, like, texted me randomly, hey, you want to make out? Uh, I ignore it. Like, I don't owe that person a response, right. I, especially after she started with, like, hey, how's it going? And um, 
And uh, Allison was right. People didn't like it. They're like, well, this guy's not a terrible person. He's not the reason women can't say no. And I'm like, you're right. He isn't the reason women can't say no. But thinking like this, that silence is consent, or making a flippant joke about silence being consent, that is where we need to start fixing that behavior. And that's what we're doing. We're taking a post like this, writing a one-line funny caption and throwing it on there, and what we're saying is maybe I could I could write an essay saying silence isn't consent for these reasons and really go in depth, but like the humor is a good way to get at really serious issues in a way that makes people you see it you feel it you get the one line and it's not too heavy, but you're thinking about it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I talked to my mom on the way here because uh-huh. I was nervous, <laughs> and she was like, "Don't go in with an agenda. Like just answer their questions." But this is the one place I'm going to get like a yeah. little bit agenda e, in that like there is statistical evidence that there is underreporting of sexual crimes mm. in this area, like oh, yeah. <laughs> Title Nine. <laughs> yeah, police um, officers. And so, Wait, what? yeah. Sorry. So I at the, <laughs> so at the University of Utah. Um, from 2008 to 2010, where there is a comparable population of students, it's only 40 miles away from here, um, forcible sexual assault was, there were 12 incidents, and that was 58% below the national average. At the same time frame here in at BYU, there was three, which is 582% below the national average. The other crime statistics for that same time are not that much below the national average. I mean, the highest one is like 240% um, percent below the national average, and that's for aggravated assault. Now, there could be a lot of reasons that there are fewer sexual assaults at BYU. Um, like Maybe you know, there are fewer. Maybe there are, like, maybe legitimately there are fewer. If, there, if there's going to be fewer people drinking, like, there's going to be less incidents, like, with alcohol and people making, like, you know, like, people being inebriated, that could be a contributing factor. But when people, like when men and women are afraid to report sexual crimes because of blowback or because they don't understand that it's a sexual crime and that they didn't actually give consent and that silence isn't consent, even no and then silence isn't consent, um, that's something that we do feel like a responsibility, but we know not every post can be that heavy. And because it's not if we did every post like that, <laughs> um, it wouldn't be accurate to the things that go on because that doesn't happen every time. But we do feel that responsibility. But then we also feel the responsibility of like, oh, we posted something that a nice guy was just trying to come across as a nice guy and we misread that. So let's go ahead and delete it because they're right. Yeah. Like That doesn't happen too often. But it happened. Yeah, it just happened to me this morning. It's probably been like the first time in a couple of months that I've actually pulled something down and thought, yeah, I misread that. So I think for me, well, for me, and I know that Allison's like a wonderful human, like I internalize that responsibility and yeah. and think about it probably a little too much sometimes because... No, I, I think though, if, I mean, we have a following, we're making points that I think matter, but that's something you have to be careful with. And we're trying to do that. Yeah, and much like the people that were many of the people were posting we are flawed humans and we're trying to evolve with the thing like just like court said like this is evolving maybe even past what we saw it evolving too yeah so What's there's a responsibility yeah. to grow with it and to understand how we can change and do better or do differently yeah, yeah. well i think any type of interaction with these accounts and any amount of like serious consideration about what they say and what the implications are and the consequences 
always is going to lead to what you said, this greater understanding than you did when you, than you had when you started out. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that for me, what this experience of us doing these episodes and, and, and getting feedback has, has really, I think brought home. And it's something that I realized before, but I think it's more crystallized now for me is that the golden rule doesn't always apply when it comes to dating because of the fact that guys may want a response different than what a girl would want. You can't say, Mm -hmm. well, this is what I want. So this is what a girl should do to Mm -hmm. say, well, I just want a girl to be up front with me because I'd be up front with her. The reality is she's not you. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And you can't want that. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe she doesn't feel that confidence to be And like, I mean, I'm, I'm 30. I don't think that's a huge piece of information to give away about myself, but I have enough dating experience now to know that just because someone says no, doesn't mean I need to internalize it. Like it, it might not, it's not an issue with me. Like, okay, on to the next one. And that's been my attitude only in the past few years. Have I been able to step away from that and then also give a better answer? Like, no, I'm not interested and and be a little bit more compassionate and upfront just because that comes with time and confidence and eschewing some of that guilt that comes from saying no, because it's not a four letter word. But also I got called out by some friends because I was getting, I had a few moments last summer where I was getting asked out, but I was really busy and I was saying, hey, no thanks, like, that was a great first date, but I'm not interested in the second one. And one of my guy friends was like, oh my gosh, you give too many explanations, just, like, say no thanks. And I did that, and then the guy was like, well, wait, why not? (laughs) Yeah, it goes back to this damned if you do, damned if you don't, right? And I was like, well, I just think we're in different places in life. And then he wanted this full-blown explanation. You can't win. Yeah. You have to, like, kind of just pick one and... You kind of just have to do you and try and be as transparent and respectful as possible, I think. I totally interrupted you. Oh, man. you're good. Um, Oh, can I jump back to, like, the familial thing? I saw one totally tangential again. We were talking about, like, the darkness and it wanting to be, like, family-friendly. Well, if you're not talking about, like, these things, like, these uh, unacceptable behavior in your family, with your friends, with the people you consider your family, where else are you going to talk about it? Because family-friendly doesn't always mean light and happy. Family-friendly means, like, being able to arm yourself and walk out and be, like, this is unacceptable. This is how you handle the situation when it happens to you. Hey, kiddo, sometimes people are going to say no to you when, when you want to go out on a date with them or you like them or you have feelings for them. Here's how you handle those feelings of rejection in a respectful way. Like that's to me. And so I hear these people say like family friendly things. And I think, well, where else are you talking about it? Yeah. And yeah. like, let's talk, well, let's talk about these things. And, um, trying to figure out the best way to word this we a lot of mormonism a lot of utah culture and mormonism is um you don't have sex till you're married so parents will talk about sex they'll say hey birds and the bees talk this is going to happen when you get married um and kids are left with kind of you know this nothing it's like zero and then everything so when you're in college and people are exploring um sexuality Mormon kids often don't know how to do that respectfully. The guys don't know how to be respectful about it because their dad never gave them the talk that was like, hey, let's talk about consent. Yeah, we kind of it's not just about the mechanics of sex. Once you get married, yeah. you're going to be okay with it. <laughs> we didn't, there's not this like, here's how to navigate having sexual relationships that aren't marital ones. Yeah. That's different, you know? And so we're left with this kind of gap 
in our mm-hmm. cultural experience Absolutely. of how to address kids that are having sexual experience, kids, people, that are having sexual experiences outside of marriage. Yeah. Um, I mean, in, even in marriage, consent is important, but... Um, but bef- does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's all these. Like, yeah. It's not family friendly. Yeah. But also, our our family friendly approach to sex leaves us with a gap when it comes to well, I want to do this with this girl. How do I ask her? How do I say no? And what means yes? And mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and that's kind of a kind of a big or and a girl being like i want to do this is it okay for me to say no or, or for me to say yes or a girl or a guy thinking i don't want to do this how do i get it to stop because we use these like ambiguous terms like petting and heavy petting okay like what is heavy <laughs> <Yeah>. petting <laughs> when you are a 16 year old kid you're like uh, what <laughs> and so i mean and we shouldn't be learning that in church we should be learning it in our families, like to right. what what the mechanics are of those ambiguous words, yeah. But so when I when I what I mean like with the with the account is like when guys are asking for these things and girls are responding, like we need to look at this area because this is happening. Yeah. You okay. Know? And I feel like so much of it can be addressed in those conversations, in those uncomfortable conversations. Like people are reacting strongly to the things that we are posting. Okay. Because they why don't are we really a- know how to react. Yeah. To it. Like, why are you reacting this way? Is it because it is actually offensive or because you don't know how to process it, that this is unacceptable behavior and either you shouldn't be doing it anymore or you shouldn't tolerate it anymore. Yeah. yeah. And people just don't want to think about it. Too. <laughs> yeah. They don't want to think about Mormon kids. Yeah, asking for sexual favors. Yeah, right. Yeah, because that's man. This is yeah. this is all really interesting. I feel like we're sort we've sort of touched on everything I think that we wanted to talk about. Yeah. I I feel like I have a couple more things I want to I want to specifically ask as we sort of wrap up. But okay. you look that you're going to say something, Court. Yeah. Well, I think with this with this, I think it's dovetailing into which is something we really want to talk about and possibly end on. I don't know. Um, is what does in your minds the ideal dating culture in Utah County <laughs> look like? Oh, that's it. In a perfect world. That's a good question, and, and maybe we should have an answer, but I can tell from the look on Allison's face and my own thoughts that maybe we don't have an answer? No. I, I mean, and I, Darn it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, it, it's so <laughs> far away that it's, it's you yeah. can't even see it, right? I mean, yeah. A perfect date is like April 26th. Yeah. Not too hot, not, not too, too cold. cold. <laughs> just, a light, just a light jacket. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, that actually I, is a pretty good date. For, <laughs> right? I, for the last few years, Calendars. I've been on April 26th, just oh, so nice. you know. I've laughed every time. <laughs> um, was it the perfect date? <laughs> no. <laughs> the weather was nice. The weather was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, you know, you can't have it all. <laughs> Uh, I want to, well, okay, there is not a perfect dating culture, because everyone is different, and what I want is probably totally not what my friend who and that's important permission wants. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But what it would look like is people maybe giving each other the benefit of the doubt and a little bit of space. Uh, if he texts you four times in a row, and he's maybe being a little pathetic, give him the benefit of the doubt and say, hey, I'm not interested, a little bit of space. You know, if a girl doesn't want to go out with you... And she maybe gives a flaky response, give him the benefit, you know, give her the benefit of the doubt and be like, okay, she's not interested. I will take that hint and be respectful of it and walk away. So just something a little bit more. So it's less a about, a, less about a battle of the sexes. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's not, cause it shouldn't be that. And I, and I don't, I hope that our account doesn't come off battle of the sexes E. We're not. We don't hate men. We don't no. think that all men are jerks. Nope. We have 
uh, great guys. And um, yeah, but but like, but what we don't like is the disrespect. Yeah, you know that's so what just I- something more respectful, more benefit of the doubt. That's exactly what I was gonna say. I I don't yeah I don't think there's a perfect dating culture because you have people's feelings right. Like you're you're trying to give your heart to someone. Like my Angelou said that loving someone is the hardest thing because you open yourself up to everything. And that's what you're starting to do in dating is opening yourself up to these things that really hurt and are extraordinarily painful. Like no, there is no other pain like heartbreak. And that, that is, it's tragic and beautiful and wonderful, but really like a perfect dating culture for me is about respect and just like respecting that this is another human. Don't talk down to them. Get, be transparent with them, be communicative with them, and try not to internalize everything. Like, it is not, like, it is not Allison's job to tell a guy why she doesn't want to go out on a date with him. Maybe he can go to his friends, and his friends can be like, make sure you have deodorant. And also, calm down with the misogyny. Yeah, both good things to yeah, calm down on, I good, think. Good rules yeah. and good, good check marks for anybody, right? <laughs> deodorant and don't be sexist. I think that's all important. Those are important things. Yeah. <laughs> Just general hygiene, yeah. less misogyny, more respect. Yeah. Okay. So your account, your account is sort of like deodorant for male misogyny. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not always gonna work. Gonna but it helps, right? Line. Yeah. Can we can we change our um... like right now? <laughs> <laughs> yes. She pulls out her phone. Do we need to cite you? <laughs> she pulls out her phone. was so funny. Yes. So the, it's it's just about respect and knowing that like you don't really owe anyone anything after one date or two dates, you know, like you're not Maybe some people are getting married at his Provo, but um, yeah, you know you're not you're probably not going to marry that person, and that's okay. And I think there's a lot to say also about dating culture, dating to date, and dating to get married. A lot of people date to get married here, which is fabulous. Marriage is wonderful. I I've heard I've never been, but <laughs> been invited been invited a couple times. Uh, no thanks. And, um, it's like going on a cruise. I've heard cruises are good. Yeah, never been on one of those either. Yeah, but so, also kind of difficult. <laughs> Get a little but um, you know, and so respect, communication, also date to date. Don't think that every person that you're going to go out with is going to be the person you marry because you're going to miss out on so many things like learning about yourself and learning about yeah. the person, kind of person you do want to get married to. Yeah. I mean, Treating I'm dating fine. as a means and not an end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of I'm yeah. fine with the dating to marry. I, I mean, sometimes I have friends that have reached that point where they're like, you know what? I've been single. I've dated. Oh yeah, no. When you get to when you get to that, I could marry him. Yeah, Yeah. when you get to that point, I think it's great. But when you're seventeen and dating to get married, oh yeah, (laughs) and and it's okay to say, it's okay. I mean, I had a really weird moment last year where I was like, it's like I don't want to get married right now. I'm not ready to date anyone seriously. And one of my friends said, "Well, just tell him that," because I was debating whether or not to say no to a date. And it was like, so I did. I said, "Hey, uh, I'd love to go on a date with you, but I'm not looking for anything right now." Like, I was like, okay, great. So we went on a date, and it was nice, and that was it. And, um, I mean, that hasn't been my approach often, but when it was, I was open about it, and that kind of vulnerability was a little bit scary, but it worked. And I think that, uh, I think that more people can, can do that, you know? We can work on being more vulnerable, being more honest, and 
be honest about where you're at. Yeah. This saged wisdom, we'll have you know, comes from so (laughs) many great attempts and bad attempts and still learning attempts at dating. So yeah, there's a lot to be said about, I mean, I'm again, 30 since I've had a bit of experience. Great. Well, guys, this has been really fun. I, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about or or respond to or or uh, get out there? There were a couple, like two more things that okay. I was thinking. Yeah. Um, if you were, no, I'm, okay, I'm good. So they, um, so they were talking about the purpose of their account, and they were talking about they. The quote was, "As return missionaries, we are inclined to believe that people are bending the truth to get out of things." Mm. As returned missionaries, I'm glad you. Yeah, I wanted to get to this missionary. We know, like they, they're they're talking about wanting to share a full spectrum of human behavior, and that they know people are bending the truth because they're returned missionaries. Because they're returned missionaries, and I'm like, do Wait. you have an? Do you have like a psychology degree? Like, oh no, that's like that's all they do in the MTC. They're like, here's how to tell. <laughs> yeah, apparently. And, no, and so just because it. you go on a mission doesn't make you an expert in human behavior. Yeah. It definitely gives you a lot of life experience in a very niche way. Yeah. Um, and but maybe a language. As return missionaries, we know people are bending the truth. And You're we're like, going to apply that to all that females. Mean? Like, all females are dubious and bending the truth when they say that they have feelings or that they don't have feelings or that they know what they want. Yeah. Let's bend, they're bending the truth. They don't know what they want. Yeah. Let me let me jump in and, and ask you a question about that, and then we can continue. But the, the missionary metaphor is used a lot in dating culture, yeah. in Provo or, or in Mormon culture of dating. You have a lot of guys on your account transitioning from dating approaches to talking about church things <laughs> in a way that feels almost like a missionary, like like. I'm going to take this opportunity to teach this we this young woman a lesson. Friday. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to bear my testimony or something because she said no to me and so Yeah, so and, here's a yeah. thought on that. Okay. Um I have kind of a lot of negotiation experience and um you know, one of the things is pathos. You make something emotionally appealing to just someone. Just going to say that. Okay. And you're like um uh, Mormons are really good at that. You know, we're really good at at making persuasive arguments is the wrong word. Making persuasive points yeah. using emotion. Yeah. Um, that can be a great effective tool for missionaries. It is often used in dating, and sometimes I think that's a good thing. And sometimes I think that that's kind of a manipulative tool. Mm-hmm. Not saying that all these people are manipulative, but um, but yeah. to to try to play on a girl's emotions to get her to go on a date with you may be something that you want to revisit. Yeah. You know, well, and like, do you think, think manipulation is always intentional? I mean, certainly no, it is sometimes. No, 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 no. Absolutely yeah. not. I think that a lot of the time they're not thinking, oh, I'm going to use this path of yeah. element here. <laughs> right. Maybe I'm thinking that because I'm kind of an analytical person. But, yeah. Um, but I think they're thinking, okay, I want her to go on a date with me. Uh Here's how I'm gonna persuade her. Yeah, I wonder how much of it is just baked works, in, right? You're like, yeah. oh, this is this works. This is a way to ask that works. So yeah. I'm gonna Fascinating. ask this way. Yeah, but I think that that's um, just something to be aware of. Yeah. Okay, interesting. The last thing I kind of wanted to say about the perfect dating culture. Yeah, they talked about wanting to get back to their roots and made it sound respectful, but then one of them said that he thought he'd get a he, no via text. So he went to ask face to face because, and I quote, she would feel obligated to say yes. And amazing that you guys called him out on this. I loved it. But then he got complaining about getting a text 10 minutes later about how she didn't actually want to. Like, how does that? She said, 
I don't want to go, but I felt like I had to say yes. Yes. Because we were in person together. Yeah. So he knew what would happen. She would feel obligated because that is very accurate. Um, and then he is upset and doesn't see the problematic nature of his actions. Um, when she's like, I have to back out because I did not feel okay about that interaction or about going out on a date with you. And this is not any indictment on him, but just on this process. Yeah. Like this social norm where, yeah, like he's not a terrible person, but he did something where he knew a girl would feel obligated and then is surprised at the result. So maybe, yeah, don't try to make a girl... Do you really want to date a girl who feels obligated to go on a date with you? You want to date a girl that's like, sweet, I get to go on a date with this guy. Not out of obligation. Like, I will reschedule other things if I want to go on a date with him. You want that girl. Like, have enough self-respect to date girls that want to date you, but also, like... Don't feel obligated to say Don't yes to you. Make her feel obligated. Yeah, I yeah. There's like this this attitude attitude that like, oh, if I can just get them on a date, then then my awesomeness will just shine through. Yeah. yeah. And then how could they the possibly ever is, want to say no after that? There's so many other ways to yeah. kind of get that initial spark. I've never dated someone like long term that we went on a first date and that was our initial. Yeah. Oh. The good news is like that's so true. You can have hangouts. You can like get to know and build that chemistry other ways yeah. so for the guys that feel like oh but I, I just have to go on a date with her otherwise you know then she'll never know and maybe she maybe we're soulmates and she's just not giving me a chance yeah just work into it a different angle yeah if that's not you know, working out just for you try another angle yeah. um yeah like she says no back off yeah but i mean i i definitely want to clarify i don't mean if she says no to a date Try and get her to say yes yeah, all these I mean, other ways. Her. No, yeah. But, yeah. But you trick her because she doesn't know what she wants. Yeah, that's the opposite <laughs> yeah. of what we're saying. Yeah. Because she might be bending the truth. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't, don't worry <laughs> so much. Oh, man. Sorry. No, you're fine. I just mean, don't worry so much that if you don't get that date, that like yeah. the world could end because we're soulmates. Like, hang out in groups. Yeah. Right. Build a rapport, you know. You might find someone new, or she... Like, her feelings might actually change when she gets to know you. Because I've had plenty of dudes where we've been friends for a couple years, and then all of a sudden I'm like... Oh, maybe Oh, hey, you. Yeah. How you doing? Uh, (laughs) Mr. Darcy over there. Yeah. Okay, I think I have one final question. Is there something that your account is guilty of that the other account is also guilty of? That you guys are both struggle with? It seemed like they didn't struggle with a lot from what they were talking about <laughs> on the podcast. It seemed like they were pretty confident because they talked about like wanting to show a full spectrum and yeah. get back to their roots. So I can't speak to what they struggle with. They... Or maybe, like, what do you feel that you're both at risk At risk of, of like, yeah, like, like harmful things. I mean, we talked I, a little bit last time about, like, dealing in stereotypes. I mean, maybe it's yeah. similar. I feel like it's a different case with yours since you do have a little bit more of a broader, nuanced um, angle in your editorial perspective. But. We would both struggle, well, to answer your first question, I think that we would both struggle with either people perceiving that we're showing a full picture when we are clearly not showing a full picture of what is happening and not trying to and not trying to um and i think that we would also both like struggle navigating like what to post because after a while it starts to all become similar and you kind of lose that ability to filter well and so maybe posting something that shouldn't be posted or being too flippant or aggressive about something that requires neither um so i think that's something that we would any well really any account would struggle with right like how do we be responsible with this kind of crazy internet power we've yeah. been given? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think both accounts 
do make people think, oh, are all Provo girls like this? Are all Provo guys like this? And they're like, not. Like, we're trying to... I mean, certainly the other account seems to be perpetuating a stereotype pretty, you know, that's their direction, and they're just running that direction. Um, and I feel like we have several different kind of buckets that things fall into. Okay. But, but I think both accounts probably are guilty of uh, people thinking that or maybe presenting themselves in a way that, that like this is what the dating scene is like but there's a responsibility I have sisters I feel a responsibility to like kind of have their back a little and kind of have the women's back here and say you know use that use that voice to say hey this isn't okay yeah. so sometimes it's gonna be funny and always it's gonna try and be witty but sometimes it might be serious yeah well, thank you so yeah. much for coming on, Samantha great. and Allison. Yeah. We've loved having you. And every time we, we delve more into this, I feel like I, I come out of it with like a totally new perspective on things. So, so thank you for helping me in that. <laughs> you guys are doing really good. <laughs> yeah. We just want validation. Yeah. That's all we're doing. <laughs> Tell me how great I am. Both stars. Yes. <laughs> um, thank good you. podcast voice. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, well, we just want to give a couple quick shout outs. Um, we want to give a th- shout out to Colin Hatch, a.k.a. Lindenfield, for our theme song. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also want to thank Taj Sievertson and Kyle Benson for our logo. And we want to thank the band Baby Ghosts for letting us use their song Ghost Boyfriend. Um, it's a great song and they're a great band and they're from here. So check them out. And uh, thematically applies. That. You can find us at uh, on Twitter at What Say Ye Pod. Uh, and you can find me at Derrific. And I'm at The Court Man. And you can find uh, all the posts at uh, Provo Guys Am I Right on Instagram. All right. All right. Well, thanks, guys. I got to run. run to a date, but. No, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're going to be late. How many times did you text her before? <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey. You know, 15. And she didn't actually say yes. You're just 15 haze was the magic number, apparently. That is a yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, <laughs> take care, everyone. All right, thanks. Title IX.